Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 239, episode 3 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh my god, there's a sick chicken in the building. <laughs> well, it's a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it's Thursday, June 2nd, 2022, mm. which of course means that it is, and I'm just taking the top two off the list, the webpage that I assume Miles uses to pull these up when he's here, <laughs> uh, national, uh, so it's celebrateeveryday.com, and it is, of course, National Bubba Day and National Rocky Road Day. And God so, bless for National Bubba Day. Just wonderful. It's important. It, uh, it doesn't mean anything, I don't think. Like, it says that it celebrates anybody named Bubba. Spoken to someone who doesn't have a Bubba close to their heart. Right, exactly. I guess that's my that's on me. <laughs> National Rocky Road Day. I like ice cream with shit in it, just not not this combo though. So I'm sorry to the Rocky Road contingent out there who lobbied so hard to get this yeah. day nationally recognized, but don't like just raw peanuts in my ice cream. Don't like yeah. marshmallows in my ice cream that much. It's fine. And then I don't like chocolate ice cream that much. Like, it's not my favorite of the ice cream flavors. It's not your favorite so, base. Yeah, not my favorite base. Okay, I no try doubt. harder. Not my no, tempo. Not my nice. name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. He did the blast. 
He did the Baja Blast. The Baja <laughs> Blast. It was a T-Bell smash. He did the blast. It made my heart beat fast. He did the blast. That is courtesy of, I mean, it was written by Dial H for Haggai, but it was not written as an AKA, but then thanks thanks to Rich Weeba Liba Deep Deep for bringing that to my attention <laughs> as an AKA. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thrilled to be joined by a very special guest co-hosts. He is, and I quote, back and ringing the bell, a rocking on the mic while the fly girls yell in ecstasy in the back of me, which he tells me is a vanilla ice quote. Mm-hmm. It is the king of sting, the queen of mean. It's DJ Daniel Goodman. Burr, 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 burr. Hello again. Happy to be back. DJ Daniel, a.k.a. Monsieur Lacroix Chapeau. Uh-huh. I went to a food festival. And LaCroix was doing a little activation. They were giving away free hats. And I said, yes, please. I'll take oh, okay. one of those. Is that what that meant? Those French words that in, you said? In, indeed. Mr. LaCroix hat. That's me. Mr. 305. Right. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Uh, you know, Mr. LaCroix <laughs> hat. That's me, baby. And happy to what, be here What today flavor of LaCroix we we rocking with up there? This, is one, this, one ha- this is a lemon. A Lemoncello or just straight lemon? Classic lemon. Straight up classic lemon. Classic lemon all on right. this denim LaCroix hat for all those uh, at-home Damn. listeners. Yeah, basically everybody for everybody who can't sit for wearing a denim LaCroix hat right now. Well, Dana, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat mm. by one of our favorite guests here. Mm. Also one of our favorite co-hosts, but mm. it's a, it's the co-host shuffle. Mm. He's an award-winning podcast host, a writer, producer, actor, voice artist, uh, my Wordle twin, and one of my favorite singers of TDZ, AKAs, it's Jaquise Neal! Hello, everyone. Oh, hey, subdued. I have lost my song. I've lost my song. You've lost the song in your heart? The song song in my heart is no longer there today. Today, recording June 1st, rent day is what we call it, Mm. beginning of Pride Month, and my my song is gone. So I I would like to take a moment of of song, not a moment of silence, a moment of song. If everybody Mm. could sing the first 15 seconds of Nice and Slow. Of Nice and Slow. Okay. By Usher. By okay. Usher. For those who don't know it, look it up, but you, you'll know it. But just go <laughs> ahead. I'll, I'll count it down. You sing, and when you feel the joy in your heart from you singing, know that that's the joy that I wanted to give you today. So mm-hmm. go ahead. In three, and two, and one. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds good. Wow. Yeah, ooh, in your drop top. Yep, yep, yep. Uh-huh. Ooh, oh, real pretty, pretty. Ooh, oh, 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 oh. We got a, we got a nationwide of ushers. A nationwide <laughs> of ushers. What up, Negroes? How are you? What, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? What's good? What's going on? Living, guys? you know, living. living. We living. St- DJ Dan. Mm, DJ Dan. It's it's good to see you. But it's good you to know, see you. It's, Jack, Jack, me and you, me and Jack go way back. You know what I'm saying? But, Very you know, true. we we got we got a little Culture Kings reunion for those of you who don't remember oh, DJ Dan eventually was on Culture Kings toward the end of the iHeart run. Once or twice. So welcome. We're back together, man. How are you feeling about that? I'm feeling great. Happy to see your face again. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a little little inside baseball for all our for all our friends here. Jaquise and I are both fans of a uh, of a fast food chain called Raising yeah. Canes that has been yeah. teasing us with the opening of a uh, of a Los Angeles County restaurant in the Burbank mm-hmm. area. And we've just been mm-hmm. fiending to finally mm-hmm. get our hands on it. And I have previously teased Jaquise 
with a potential opening. And let me tell you yep. something. I was wrong. I was wrong. wrong man. So I'm saying it wrong. on the air right now. I'm saying it on the air right now. When that Raisin Cane's finally opens, I will be hand delivering a box combo as promised to Jaquise for my yes. for my lies, for my misleading quotes, for trusting yeah. literally anybody on Reddit for more than one second. That's wow. on me, and I will pay the price. And you That's think that one hand delivery is going to make up for that? Hmm. No, it won't. Yes. It won't. Wow. You know, like he gonna he gonna give me the hand delivery of the raisin canes. There we go. And I already told I already told Daniel I'm gonna, I'm just gonna give him these hands. You know, he, <laughs> and in return give him these hands and return. You know, just slap the box out of my hand. <laughs> yep. It's all right, man. Sensational. It's all good. It's all good. What's Appreciate up? It. What's up? Let's. I know I I always forget the searches and the overrated and underrated, but I got some shit today. So. All right, let's go. Well, we are going to get to know you a little bit better via your search history, overrated and underrated. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. We're talking about Governor Gavin Newsom, who is apparently just on a cakewalk to reelection. And like one of the big things, the first thing that anybody mentions is, I mean, he's got this big surplus. Like, this dude is killing it. Look at that surplus. And I just want to dig into that for, like, five minutes. I'm not going to go too long on that. But I just want to just interrogate that idea that that's a good Mm -hmm. thing. Then we're going to spend most of the show just making fun of Sweden, you know? Yeah. Weeks (laughs) of Americans having to take a hard look in the mirror. And now, you know, it's time. I think America came together and was like, yeah, but look at these assholes. They don't even feed children when they're sleeping over at their house so we're gonna, we're gonna look at that we're gonna ask the question of like the weirdest you know dining habits the weird the weirdest our weirdest experiences over at a friend's house food related otherwise and we're gonna talk about netflix making adjustments they've said no more of these mid-level shows that no one watches no more of these mid-level movies that no one watches now we're making huge budget movies that no one watches so mm, yeah mm-hmm. all of that plenty more but first yep. jakees we do like to ask our guest what is something from your search history <sighs> everyone i have some sad news Uh-oh. and oh boy. when i say sad i'm very upset but as of last week uh me and donald trump have something in common uh, we have both been permanently banned from Twitter.com. Both. Mm. I got the Trump ban, as in they permanently suspended my account and say you can't make new accounts, although I will, but mm-hmm. you will see how that works. But you can't make new accounts. Would you like to know? Uh, so my search history, I've been looking ways to get your ban and your suspension reversed. That is what I've been looking at. I have appealed it. I've gotten denied twice. They say, now nah, you're going to stay banned. Wow. So if anybody out there has a contact at Twitter, hit me up on Instagram or some shit. Hit your boy up. I, I'm trying to get it back. Here's why I got banned, y'all. I have to assume yeah. it, it's you, you, you know, came within inches of bringing U.S. civilization to its knees, <laughs> uh, overturning yeah. the electoral process with yeah. just massive conspiracy theories no. that caused people to murder other people mm-hmm. uh, based on the company you're keeping. Whoa, whoa. No, no, no. It was something much worse than that. I did something <laughs> even worse than that. Oh, boy. So on the day of the shooting in Texas where all the 
children lost their lives due to uh, our obsession with guns in this country. Some bitch wrote online, you know, despite mm. what, and, and I'm using the word Let's bitch. Let's stop right as, there. It, this <laughs> Let's stop right there this with a, despite, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a dude, I'm just going to call him a bitch because that's what he is. Mm. He wrote, despite what happened today, this is still the greatest country in the world to live in. And people from all over the world would love to live here. That's what mm -hmm. this motherfucker wrote. Mm. So I should have ignored it. You know what I'm saying? It was a blue check mark. I should have ignored it. But I just wrote, I wrote, I hope you stub your toe. I mm. hope your knees always hurt. And I hope you always have a piece of hair stuck in your throat mm. for saying that dumbass shit about children getting murdered. That mm. was my tweet. And within 10 minutes, I got permanently banned from Twitter for That's inciting physical harm. Are you fucking kidding? That's such trash. For inciting physical harm and violence against other people and abuse. I got permanently banned, been twice denied for a reversal of my permanent ban for telling someone, I hope you stub your toe and you have a piece of hair stuck in your throat. They said I was not promoting other people their right to have their own views. And I responded with abuse and violence and wish of physical harm. And I have been permanently banned from Twitter, the same Twitter account where I, where I report people who have called me nigger, hard R, Ugh. and just put spaces in between. And Twitter comes back and says, they haven't violated any rules. Yeah, I've there reported are people. There. You, yeah. You can't do I reported somebody who said, who said, you know what? I hope they don't overturn Roe v. Wade because black women get abortions the most. And with abortions, that's less black children. I reported that. So they jealous. told me this does not violate Twitter rules. Saying, stub a toe. Jesus. Permanently banned from Twitter. That's well. You're talking, Matt. I think that was Matt Iglesias who said that. Yes, I remember yes, it was. seeing that and having the the wish in my heart that he would stub his toe and ha uh, feel like he has something stuck in his throat. Maybe yeah. even inhale through his nose a little black pepper mm. and yeah, then yeah, just yeah, like yeah. sneeze feel for like, a couple hours. Sneeze. Yeah, crazy man. But yep, that's I, that's what it is. You know, that's um, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Crazy, man. Interesting Twitter. Terrible. Ain't it? Ain't it grand? Ain't so it So that's grand. my search history. That's been my search history. Outside of, you know, porn. Uh, <laughs> you know, let's Love be it. real. I'm Love still it. I'm still looking for porn. You know, I'm still looking for the perfect porn. Uh, if anybody out there knows the perfect porn, let me know. Okay. And, you know, listen, we all have our sexual preferences. I, I, I enjoy uh, the, the view of a beautiful lady in my porn. So if you okay. got the perfect porn, send it to me. I want to know. Beautiful uh, women, also, you say. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, just beautiful woman. You know, beautiful <laughs> women. Beautiful women. Uh, <laughs> I don't like blacked.com. Uh, don't okay. send me that <laughs> Very specific. One All right, we're getting off topic. Right. We're getting off topic. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's my plight. That's that's part that of the reason I don't have song in my heart today. Yeah. What is something you think is underrated? Uh, the summer movie blockbuster. Underrated. Mm, okay. Here's what I mean by that. You know, in the past few years, we have basically just come to accept 
the superhero movie for the most part of just being the summer blockbuster. Mm. The event, the Marvel, the DC, sure. you know, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I went to go see Top Gun yesterday. It was fucking fantastic. Boom. It was fucking fantastic. And and the type of summer blockbuster that has gone away. You know, like right. when we were growing up and kids, you know, we had Independence Day and yes. like all that shit mm-hmm. that was summer blockbusters. Mm-hmm. But now the summer blockbuster most people only view Marvel right. and those type of movies as the summer blockbuster. And they resent it and they resent going to the theater and they say theaters are dying. And I'm telling you, man, the theater was packed yesterday. Top Gun is doing well. It is very fucking good. Big numbers. It is a nice little old to classic old school summer blockbusters that didn't have nothing to do with super. And I love the MCU. Don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on the MCU. I'm there every fucking movie they put out mm, yeah but yeah man like go go to the movies and see these other movies don't let marvel and superhero movies overtake what we consider the summer blockbuster being which is movie stars making good fucking movies <laughs> like yeah. that's it or even if they're bad movies just movie stars making movies some action some little romance jennifer Connelly's fine ass in mm-hmm. that movie tom cruise 80 years old, still jumping out of fucking planes and shit. Like, it's great. Yep. It's great. I loved it. So, summer blockbuster movies, man, they're, they're underrated because a lot still come out. It's just the majority of people only go see the, the ones that are going to make $400 million when totally. it's all said and done. Totally. So, yeah. This is also the first movie this year that has been, like, a above expectation hit that yep. wasn't yeah. set in a multiverse of some sort, either yeah, exactly. everything, everywhere, all at once, or uh, one yeah. of the Marvel movies that was all about multiverses. So it is really yeah. a, a return to a world where we all live in a single universe, in the same universe that we currently live in. Yeah, yeah. And, and with some shit, you know. Also, people people be wilding on the internet, man. Like I, you know, because oh, I. I uh, you know, I can still go on Twitter and I'm in read only mode, so I can still see some shit if I search for things. And I just wanted to see what people were saying about Top Gun. And of course, you don't get too far until you get to, <laughs> I tell you, too bad people are watching Top Gun since it's just military propaganda. That was our story yesterday. Yep. I'm just, I'm not saying, I'm still going to see the shit out of it. And go see the shit. I'm I just mean, not gonna, sure. I'm not going to like let my kids watch it necessarily. Probably. For, yeah. Until they decide. Probably not. Yeah. But I was just like, man, I get it. But give us the right to not give a shit about that for two fucking <laughs> years. Like, you know, God damn. I mean, like, how much money, like, how much military money goes into Marvel movies as well? It's like, oh, you yeah. know, it's it's hard to avoid in any context. It's, you know, right. so much yeah. money is being floated around to these movies that that push a certain message that is hidden deep within the narrative itself. Some are more surface level, but it doesn't yeah. mean that the money isn't there on the ones that we claim to be like free from this kind of influence and stuff. So, hey, look, I'm man, with you. Enjoy it's a cap. It's it's a cab all day. All day it's baby. fuck twelve all day. It's Always carry F- a Bible. After police all day, mm-hmm. but when Bad Boys Four come out, I'm gonna be right in the theater. <laughs> like, let's go, Mike Lowry. Exactly. Let's go, Martin Lawrence. I'm gonna be, be right there. there rooting for my <laughs> Miami cops, baby. <laughs> we love the boys. We'd love to see him doing it. What is something you think is overrated? Binging. 
I think it's done. Binge. I think it's fucking done. Interesting. I think it's done. I think like Stranger Things is the biggest thing out right now, right? Mm -hmm. And it was great. I finished it in fucking two days. Even and they were long ass seven episodes, and part two is coming out on July first with oh, wow. basically a movie, uh, two movies, like an episode that's an hour forty and an episode that's two forty. So it's basically two movies coming out on July first, and that's gonna be it. That's that's and, how. Well, it ends. no, that that's no. They're still doing season. So season five, they say is gonna be it. So oh. this won't even be the series finale. Got yeah. it. And it was great. It was cool. You know, I had a good time. I watched it. Talked about it for the day or two I watched it, but like in a couple days I'm done with it, yeah. and so will a lot of other people be done with it. Yeah, as opposed to even a show that nobody knows, like Made for Love, right on HBO Max, which I thought was a pretty good show. Who they do weekly drops, mm. even if it's two episodes a week. Those shows are still being talked about in the zeitgeist 100%. just as long, if not longer, than this mega hit that, you know, Netflix has mm -hmm. that gets talked about for a week because we all just binge it, watch it. We don't have disc. We don't have true discourse about it. We get memes. We'll mention it. We'll probably do a thread. But, man, we'll there's something fun about I call it water cooler television. Yeah. And we're at the end of the week, at the end of the episode, you talk about it for a few days you get excited and then you don't talk about it for a couple of days and the next episode comes back. Yes. And like that cycle repeats. I, I, I love the binging. Obviously I'll still binge it when it comes out, but the excitement that I saw with it three, four, five, six years ago, where people was like, man, this is how TV is going to be. <laughs> I think that shit is done. I think yeah. people have re-embraced weekly drops because that is a better way to consume television. Just because you just get to live with the characters longer. You get to think about it instead of watching basically a seven-hour movie, which is what we're doing with binging yeah. if you, I like, could, fly through it. I could not agree with this take harder. Like, the fact... It also puts pressure on, like, cultural critics and people whose job it is to write about this stuff that it's like, yeah. you don't get to have an extended take. You don't get to analyze in small bunches. Like, it's, okay, the whole thing is out. I have to take in the whole thing and like write about it or form an opinion about it. And, yeah. and, and also as a viewer, if you are not watching it at midnight, right when it drops and like, you know, taking in the whole thing, you're behind two days later. It's, it's, yeah. it's just like unfair to, to the viewer to like, be like, okay, well now you have to binge it because if you, God forbid you go on Twitter and someone says what happens at the end of the episode, which you know yeah. is going to happen with every one of these bingeable shows. Yeah, yeah, people talk about it, and you can't even get mad about it. It's just what the internet is. But It's, it's there. I can, might as well. Yeah, exactly. You know? But, Feel like, you... when WandaVision was coming out, man, that shit was great to talk about that Ugh. for, like, six, seven weeks. Ugh. It was dope. The best. It was dope. The boy's the about to drop. We're going to mm. be talking about that for a little bit. <laughs> Severance, like, dropped, and people oh was talking gosh. about that. I It made me want to watch Severance because I kept seeing people talk about it for fucking four, five, six weeks as opposed to just one week. Everybody talks about it. I mean, like, I don't want to watch that. And then it leaves the zeitgeist, and then I forget about it. I'll tell you what. Go watch that. I enjoyed it. I don't know what the discourse is on that show, but I really liked it. <laughs> Severance is great. Hell yeah. I feel bad when I binge stuff, too. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel like I lose sleep. I, you know, it's yeah. just bad. Which, I don't think there, is there an application of the word binge that is like, 
And that's good for you. <laughs> like it's never, never. It's never. No. Like even if you're binging it's, fucking celery juice, I feel like it's not good for you. That's not. No. That's not how you're supposed to consume celery juice. <laughs> There's no binge. binging in any form that's technically yeah. good for you. Binge drinking, bitch eating, binge whatever. I, you know, it's all bad mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. I be feeling bad too. My eyes be hurting and shit. Right. Like we all gonna be yo millennials. I, I, all my millennials out there listening right now, and I guess my Gen Zers too, because you were basically born with it. You know, we be we be laughing at all our elders right now because they be you know be getting old and frail and eyes be hurting and ears. Oh Yo, when we all 60, 70, 80, we gonna be fucked up. We ain't gonna be able to see. We ain't gonna be able to hear. <laughs> yep. We ain't gonna be able like we are fucking our eardrums and our eyes up so much with these computer screens and headphones and shit like that. Yeah. We gonna be everybody. You better get your. Get get your sign language on right now. <laughs> learn your ASL. Learn your learn because we gonna we gonna need that shit when we elders, man. Because yeah. we gonna be fucked up. All the stuff we're doing. Yeah, I feel like we're also gonna have like a lot of like bone density issues. Yeah. Like we're like tried yeah. to take two steps at once and like leg snapped <laughs> in half because we. Yeah. I feel like we're closer than any uh, generation. Any like portion of human evolution has ever been to the characters from Wally where just like mm, yeah. Oh, yeah we lazy bro yeah. you're yeah. lazy you lazy as hell <laughs> I like made an order on Walmart that I could just went to go grab it was like six things I could have just went to Walmart grabbed it all came out it took me 15 20 minutes I was like I don't feel like waiting all that time <laughs> made a pickup right. order put all the shit in the cart just so I could just save 10 minutes of walking through a store mm-hmm. and have them bring it out to me. I was like, this is the laziest shit I've ever done. And I was so happy with myself when I when I left. I was like, I saved 10 minutes. There you go. We fucked up. <laughs> All right. Fuck Let's take a up. quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about politics. We'll talk about Sweden. We'll talk about a bunch of shit. Be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring the Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. And one of the things I keep hearing when people talk about like Newsom's campaign and the fact that he's kind of like a shoe in for reelection is that California has a $975 billion surplus. I remember when he was being recalled by that terrifying Republican, people were oh, still. Yeah. Pe- the the surplus was the thing that like that news came through and everyone was like never mind yeah. this person yeah. this dude is killing it and like there are definitely plans he's talked about of like how to spend some of the money but just generally like having a surplus is not a good thing if the money is not being spent on people like yep. that money yep. is not doing you as a Californian any good sitting in the bank. It's not good for you to live in a state that has a lot of money if they don't spend the money. Yeah. And yeah. So like that's one like you you could say, oh, but like the surplus was kind of a windfall. He didn't expect it to be, you know, he didn't know it was all coming and there was like COVID aid and that. But the fact that this has turned into like such a positive in like the messaging around his campaign makes me a little bit worried because I know that like, how that feedback loops where Like, this is a quote from him. No other state in American history has ever experienced a surplus as large as this. That was him, like, at a news conference. That means you're not doing your job, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, like you need to spend the money on the people who you are in charge of taking care of. California is facing a historic water crisis, horrendous mental health, and, like, unhoused problems. And he, he has plans to spend on on those things in public school but like there he's not spending as much as he could be because there's that surplus other portions of the surplus would be yeah. set aside in the state's cash reserves is another quote from that article so yeah i don't know 
It's like it's a holdover from the days of Clinton where they started talking about government like it was a business, like a right. corporation. Yeah. So instead of like putting money towards public health, you were investing in healthcare companies in the healthcare sector. And we started thinking about the government like a corporation or or like a person, you know, because that's the only like I can barely conceive of my own finances, let alone, you know, like a government or a corporation and like all the shit they have going on so yeah. like trying to think about california's money situation i'm like well it's good they have a lot of money but if they have a lot of money and their like tendency is to not spend that money mm-hmm. on the people then that's just that's that's nothing they're just taking that money from the people and not doing anything with it mm-hmm. yeah this is a very easy concept to understand you know including for people who think that this money shouldn't be going back to people. And it's like, well, that's just your selfishness, yeah, right. you know, coming out because California is technically our parent, right? We, we live here. We, we task California with taking care of us for putting a state over our head mm-hmm. and food on our tables. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that is what we task California with doing. So imagine that, you know, your mom or your dad is a millionaire, so much money, you know, so much money. And, you know, you got a little roof over your head, but they never fix the ceiling. Right. You don't get no good food. Your clothes got holes in it and shit. Yeah. Your car break down every damn day. They literally and you're not 18 yet. Right. You're still a teenager. You're you're, a child. You're six. Let's say you're six years old. You're six years old. You need your parents to financially. But they was like, nah, man, there's extra money I got. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save it for a rainy day. Bitch, it's pouring. Right. It's pouring in the house. <laughs> it's pouring in the <laughs> living room. It's pouring you in the living room. You got this money from the president mm-hmm. to take care of me because it's raining so much. And yeah. you're like, hey, look how much money we got. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like gas, bro, we gas is over six dollars, six like dollars here in California, in LA at least. Yeah. We a dollar away from people calling out of work for gas. Yeah. Like, yo, Ben, I can't I can't come to work today, bro. I ain't got no gas, man. And like <laughs> like that shit is legitimate. That's gonna be a legitimate well to you know, terrible corporations or bosses it won't be. But for those of us who have a heart, that's a legitimate reason. Right. With how much we gotta commute and sit in our car, like Completely. this. The state is crazy, bro. The state is crazy. It's even crazier when you know how much extra money we got. Mm -hmm. And it even smacks of like the conversation around the postal service when people are like, the postal service, you know, isn't making enough money. It's like, it's not supposed to make any money. Yeah. It's not, it's it's not not a business. No, it's not a business. And neither is running a state, you know, neither is any, any of this. It's like having extra money goes to the people full stop. That's how it's, that's how it is supposed to be. That's how it should always be. And uh, we've lost sight of that. Or not we, rather, the people who uh, are in power have lost sight of that. Yeah. And they they got yeah. a lot of it from taxes of, like, extremely wealthy people. And, but, like, that's not going to last. They're going to find a fucking loophole to get out of that. Of so, like, of we course. got we got to spend that money. Spend the money while we have it. Yeah. Get that money to, uh, get that money to me, bro. Give me just, <laughs> give me $500 a month. I don't even need it. I just want it. Give me $500 a month. You can afford it. They can afford it. They can afford to give everybody. I, I did, you know, I've seen articles about this and you never know the, the legitimacy about them or if it's true. 
And for everybody who don't lives in California, who has listened to us talk about this Californian state, uh, move. Uh, but <laughs> you know, it's happening like in your they, state too. It's happening in your state too. But we just have nice weather, so uh, we deal with there. it. But they they like mentioned like universal income like here in California before, mm. or you know, their test running in or some shit, test driving or whatever you call it. Like if 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 we are going toward a nation, which it seems increasingly so that we are, where things are gonna where more and more things are gonna be left up to the state, then right. like t- then let your state be the best fucking state. Like we should be we should be racing each other like, oh, New York doing this. <laughs> Let me go ahead and do that. We should treat this like it's a sport. And just like and and, and have people wanting to come here. Because California takes care of you so goddamn well. Right. You have the social things that they do well here. You got the financial things, the economic things, the, all the things that California can do for you. But, yeah. you know, they'll never happen. So, Well, speaking of the fact that California is my daddy and I'm just baby, <laughs> Sweden. Something went viral this week where someone was like, you know, when I was growing up, I was over at my friend's house in Sweden and his parents were like it's time for dinner and he was like all right so I I started walking with him and his mom was like no you wait up there he'll be back in 30 minutes after he eats dinner and people were like wow that's wild and people from Sweden were like what do you mean that's wild that's that's just normal that's how you don't you don't get dinner just because I invited you over to play doesn't mean you get dinner at our household (laughs) so this exploded. I think there's a couple of things. First of all, it's genuinely weird. And it's also yes. genuinely fun to like talk to each other about just like weird shit. That, that's like when I was growing up, the primary way that I learned how weird my family was, but also like how weird any family could be was going over to friends' houses. And mm, yeah. so so it's like sort of a global version of that. But I also think people are just like, man, America uh, looks like shit. And, <laughs> you know, we, we talked yesterday about how the, the police in Florida like arrested a 10-year-old and like paraded, like publicly arrested a 10-year-old and like shared his mugshot everywhere. And we're like, not on our watch, asshole. And it turned out it was for like a... A fake threat. He was saying he had bought a bunch of assault rifles and he hadn't, but they were mm-hmm. reacting like a bully, you know, who like after after we saw what the police did in Texas and how they just waited outside and wouldn't even let people go in, told the police who eventually went in and killed the gunman like that they should wait. Like the police look really bad. So like that is the bully after they get tested and revealed to be like really soft then like coming in and you know punching a a kindergartner to try and like keep some sense of self i feel like this the sweden gate story is sort of the american internet version of that Mm, where we're like well at least we're not that backwards shithole right and that backward shithole in this case sweden (laughs) yeah hey sweets i don't know much about you you know, I know you got some chocolate that you shared with us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Chocolate. I know you got I know you got an army. Is that Wait, Switzerland? Is that Swiss? Sweet. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, See, I don't know much about cool. you. I know you got some fish. I know you got some fish you shared you with go. us. Swedish chocolate low key though. Mm-hmm. You should actually check yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swedish chocolate <laughs> is right. good. 
Okay. Is it good? Okay. <laughs> I have no right. idea. I'm just writing thank Portuguese you. all the way through. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for the fish. You know what I'm saying? The Swedish fish. We appreciate it. It's delicious. <laughs> Love those. It's delicious. Love. Appreciate it. It is my favorite. I think the best tasting fish there is. It is. I'm it's not usually. I'm. I'm not a pescatarian, <laughs> but I think that is me my either. favorite fish. Damn good yeah. fish. Me too. I don't like fish, but I will eat some Swedish fish, boy. So, mm-hmm. you know, y'all doing something right over there. Y'all doing something right over there. Yeah. But look, man, uh, th- this is an equal opportunity fucked up world. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of fucked up shit everywhere. And, you know, when whenever we can look at other countries and be like, oof, damn. You know, it gives us a it gives us a nice sense of of relief to know that we ain't the only ones dealing with fucked up countries and worlds mm-hmm. and people and shit like that. So you gotta excuse us for you know uh, reveling in other people's shitdom because we're a shithole ourselves, uh, but we just right. pretend like we're great. Amen. That's amen. That's what it is. We pretend like we're great. We're good at pretending. <laughs> we are very good at pretending. That's facts. Great. We're great at I, it. I, I'm interested in about a quote in this article that's, you know, as a child growing up in Gothenburg, I remember not really caring at all that I wasn't being fed. I just continued playing. It was a quick You're pause. reading right now. I just want I'm to reading make, right now. make clear that you are you are not a child growing no, up in Gothenburg. No, I was about to say, no, I didn't no. know this, Dan. I know quote you were born article. in Gothenburg. My apologies. Okay. A quote okay. from the article. Quote. Yeah. Everything I just said. It was just a quick pause, probably because they didn't want to mess up my family's plans. But at that point, my question is, if you didn't want to mess with your family's plans, why are you hanging out at dinner time? With that mm-hmm. that logic that doesn't that doesn't follow logically in terms of like, well, if you don't want to mess with my family's plans, don't yeah. come to hang out at dinner time. Is this that was wild? the this was an article in the Independent, Linda Johansson called the practice of not feeding children when they're over your house no big deal. And the her wild. defense was like, yo, like what if my parents want to feed me? And it's like, well, then your (laughs) friend's parents call your parents and say, hey, is it cool if they eat over here or you call your parents? Easy peasy. I thought thought the most revealing detail of her defense of the the practice. And again, this it's just it is definitely a cultural thing. I think when you when you read into it, it's that they feel like by feeding someone else's child, they are like like showing that family up and being like, oh, that family needs my help uh which is weird and y'all should look at that but it's you know it is what it is uh but then in this article where she's like trying to explain that it's no big deal she says times have changed too today it's a different story in sweden now if you have one child who comes over they would likely get food as well Oh, so oh, hey, one, job one two. child, <laughs> two kids, two, you get the fuck out. That's, that's a bridge too far, baby. <laughs> that that's is a bridge so too funny far. That she was like, I've even heard of people who are willing to feed a single child if they come over. Now, m- more yeah. than that, it's out of the question. Too much. Sorry, gotta go. I I would love to. I would love to see like the one Swedish family who does like feed like multiple kids and but makes it but actually does make it like. All right, everybody. I know y'all ain't got this good ass food that y'all built. Really rubbing Sit down. Go ahead and sit down at our kitchen table. You know, nice little tablecloth, nice plus seats. We're gonna have what we call here steak. You know what I'm saying? We call this here steak. Not with that A1 sauce either. Just salt and pepper, baby. Mm, salt. You know, just rub it in. Mm-hmm. 
And then when they leave, be like, all right, now you tell your mama that her ass can't cook like I can. <laughs> like, that's what would happen in America. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Unfortunately, facts. Yeah, it would turn into some, into some uh, measuring stick. That's yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, probably so. The, have you guys ever been over at a friend's house and had anything like this happen? No. Never. No. Never. I've gone over to a friend's house and cook in a kitchen. There you go. Before. <laughs> Especially when I was a kid. Yeah. Mom walks in and you're like at the, at the stove, yeah. stir frying Like, especially if we like good friends, like, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's a cultural thing with just like black families mm. and shit. Uh, as long, you know, as long as you ain't fucking up her dishes. Like, I remember one time I was making some hash browns. I spent the night over a homie's house and we was making some hash browns in the morning. And the mom wouldn't care, but then she came in and she was like, are you using, are you using a fork on my nonstick? And that's what she was mad at. She wasn't mad at the food. She was mad I was fucking up her skillet. Yeah, <laughs> truly, yeah. That, I've yeah. learned that lesson the hard way as well. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. no, I, I've never, I've never experienced this. I, I, it's also been a very long time since I've been a child. So, like, I can't necessarily remember every instance, but I can't remember ever not being fed at somebody's house yeah. or even Never. like them calling my family be like is it okay if he eats here if food is being served yeah like more than more more than anything it'll be boy sit your ass down and eat we eat yeah. not right. even like yo are you hungry would you like food it's like no sit your ass down and eat. Yeah. we eating right. right now this food time yeah, yeah. and i think i think it's there's a lot of countries where that's like very customary and like not eating the food is considered extremely rude and yeah. like and letting someone leave your house without having eaten anything is extremely rude. I will the the only time I've heard of something like this was with a very wealthy family and mm. they were kind of weird about they didn't want people. they didn't want to share their caviar yeah <laughs> was it wasn't me but uh it's I, i'm not gonna get into details because i don't want to like blow up anyone's sure. spot but <laughs> we only got three trays of uni mm, couldn't do a fourth yeah exactly well you know that's how it goes man the richer you are the more the stingier you are yeah unfortunately that's how they got that way yeah that's true yeah I definitely, like, got exposed to some wild eating habits. I think I've talked before about my friend who ate raw hot dogs just out of the fridge without cooking Ooh. would just eat them. What? Yeah, which is really gross. But I did it because he was, like, older and cooler than me. And so Damn. I was like, yeah, I, I love this. <laughs> it was so Damn. bad. What? <laughs> you was lying. I know. Yeah, you, your exactly. friend taught you early how to be a liar. That. I get yeah. that. <laughs> that. That in the moment peer pressure is hard to deal with. And so she's like, yeah, go for it. And you're like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, oh, taste sure. buds change, though. Taste buds change. That like, too. You know, like I used to, I used to fuck, I mean, I still eat hot dogs, but like I would make Same. some hot, you know, struggle foods. And then you get older and you'd be like, this hot dog don't taste that good. Right. <laughs> like fair. you just notice it. That's like, fair. I don't think this tastes that good. <laughs> Because you go over somebody's house where you eat hot dogs at your crib, mm. but you go over somebody's house and it'd be like, I know you're eating them whack ass hot dogs at your crib, <laughs> but go ahead and sit down here. We got right. some steak here for you. <laughs> and then you get a yeah. taste of steak. Mm-hmm. You're like, ooh, hot dogs suck. I want yeah. some more steak. Yeah. For some, that's, for maybe some that's why Swedes don't do it. Really stick in my mind of like <laughs> eating, eating. Like I can still remember like biting into that hot dog and like that it was. <laughs> First of all, it revealed to me, oh, hot dogs are just, like, 
baloney and stick shape. Yeah. Like that's there, and there's no Delicious. like skin or like difference of like yeah. on the outside. It's just all the same yeah. thing. It's fire. But then like a different family, hot dog spaghetti was something that they made. Ooh. Like sliced Ooh. up hot dogs in the spaghetti, which was oh, gross. Boy. And I still yeah. think about that to this that's day. Some white, that's, some, that's some white shit yeah. right there. Bro. Yeah, that's, that's that's white, we, the white people of the Midwest were yeah. surviving Ooh. on hot dogs. Real homemade SpaghettiOs mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, nah, exactly. I, had, I had SpaghettiOs growing up, but hot dogs and spaghetti, man, that's, that's when your mama find out what you did eat. Somebody else, you ain't going over there no more. You're not going back, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's what Mama would have said. Like, you ain't going over there no more. I'm gonna feed you before you go over there. (laughs) That is so funny. Any so any stories from childhood being at friends' house other than you just like cooking hash browns for? (laughs) No, I I mean little cheese. Oh man, I used to make some fire ass cheesy hash browns growing up. Oda Ida or whatever that brand is called. They used to sell like mm-hmm. cheddar hash browns and shredded cheddar hash browns. Oh, wow. I would throw them boys in, put a little lemon pepper mm. and a little garlic salt on it. Give it a little kick and then throw in an extra slice of cheese. Whip them boys up. Done. Put a little Done. dash of maple syrup in it and serve them, boy. My mama used oh, to have me make them hash go. browns. A little sweet yeah. and savory. That sounds good. Oh, That's yeah. Real good right oh, there. yeah. No, so I, I was doing that. But most most of the time, you know. Parent, parents were cool. It's it, you know where it's really fucked up is family. Family. I I I would rather go over a friend's house for dinner than family, because family will force <laughs> your ass to eat shit you don't want to eat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a friend's a friend's parents will be like, okay, well, if you want some, or you can have some, and they won't like look at. But family be like, boy, you better sit down and eat this food because they <laughs> right. you know could discipline you and shit too. So that was the worst. I used to hate eating at family's house more than anything. <laughs> They be making some nasty right, shit, nice man. Way. We be making chicken livers and pinto beans, wow. and you know, look, mm-hmm. I, I am saying like you know, traditionally South food. But if I want pizza, man, I don't want no damn chicken livers. If I'm eight years old, I want some fucking pizza. <laughs> I remember those days. I, yeah. I don't think I don't think there was a day that I didn't want pizza. Yeah, I just had a really good pinto bean soup. So, uh-huh. ooh, pinto bean. That sounds good now. It does yeah. sound good. Do you do you crave any of that now? Do you crave the pinto beans, the chicken livers? Do 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 you kind of miss that? No, I don't fuck with chicken livers still. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't. No, I don't fuck. Understood. I can't fuck Understood. with chicken livers. Yeah, yeah. Understood. More power to them, though. More power to them. Fair. There are some dishes from my childhood that I used to dread. That now I'm like, I really love that. Actually, that's that's mm-hmm. a that that has that has gone all the way back around. And now as an adult, I'm like, no. That was actually a really fire dish. And mom, if you make that, I'll be there with bells on. Mm. Hell yeah. Mm. Literally. <laughs> Literally. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And 
Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. So we've uh, we've heard the Netflix stock price is going down, oh, and they yeah. are in a panic, just a mm. flat panic. They're freaking. Everyone's, they're freaking, man. <laughs> Fucking freaking out, man. <laughs> Which I don't know. I always find that a little bit suspect because the people who have who who that actually affects are not the majority of the employees it's like the executive team who right. have the millions of dollars in Netflix stock and suddenly they're scared and pissed and firing everybody which seems like what is happening at Netflix yeah. but they've kind of announced a a new direction that they're taking things mhm yeah they're focusing on making big quote this is quote 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 Focusing on making bigger movies, making better movies, and releasing fewer than it previously did at a gluttonous pace. Damn. Sure. Yeah. I, I think I think the wording of that is certainly appropriate, considering how much content Netflix was just pumping out 
and all of a sudden you would just go on Netflix and everything that you used to see as like, a, oh, yeah, we'll watch this on Netflix or that. It was just populated by shows. You're like, what even is this? What is this? This movie, this show, this thing I've absolutely never heard of with that little red N in the top corner. Like, ah, yes, this is a Netflix joint. Also, using the phrase gluttonous pace feels yeah. very like self-hating. Like, it, it feels like somebody who's like, oh, I'm such a pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. Just yeah. like looking in the mirror being, yeah, I don't know, just. He's up. You guys made some good movies. You're you're figuring yeah. shit out. Like I, I like the I idea mean, of making bigger movies and better movies. I love good movies. That's my thing. Love I love them. Too. Here's the thing with Netflix, man. I wish Netflix would admit. First, Netflix is misstepping a lot. You know, they misstepping Agreed. with on social shit. They're misstepping with all the people they've let go and all the shows they just, like, canceled. I just had a show canceled at Netflix, an animated show that I was on, recorded already, episodes, and when they did that boot, I found out, no, my shit is never coming out. Beautiful. You know, like, they, they misstepping a lot, doing ads and charging, you know, sharing passwords when that's how they got successful. Mm. I wish Netflix would just be real about what they really want to be. Yeah, Netflix... Started off as the DVD subscription. They switched over and introduced us to the world of streaming, and they became the streaming site. Uh, Netflix doesn't want to be a streaming site anymore. Netflix wants to be a production studio. Yeah, you're right. That's what they want to be. They want to be a Paramount. They want to be a Warner Brothers. They want to be these type of things Mm -hmm. where it's not about the streaming. It is about the having your name on a movie or TV show Mm. a la Warner Brothers, DreamWorks, Disney, all these other places. And then, you know, Netflix will be their hub a la like a Disney Plus or HBO Max or Warner Brothers or, you know, like it'll be a hub, but they want to be a production company. Mm -hmm. And if they would just say that, like things would make so much more sense. You know who doesn't get shit for putting out things at a quote gluttonous pace warner brothers because warner brothers is a fucking production company like they're supposed to put out multiple movies a year and multiple tv shows a year Mm -hmm. and but because netflix is a streaming site and that's how they are still marketing themselves when they put out all these god-awful movies and or just a crazy amount of like content yeah. We look at it and we do say, oh, yeah, it's gluttonous. This is too much. Like, you know, like I miss what Netflix used to be. Right. Well, because Netflix decided years ago that we don't want to be this no more. We want to be a production company. We want to get in the award business. We want to win Oscars. We want to win Emmys. We want to win all these things. And we want to have a studio. They're building studios here in L.A. We see them. All the, the Netflix studios with the sound stages and shit like that. They want to be a production company. They should just fucking say it. And they should stop bullshitting. And I think people would give them more leeway as a company if they just said what they actually are trying to be as a business model. That's my opinion on Netflix. Yeah. And I just I, I think there's they probably have a perception issue because people just think of them as like the like the Netflix was the one word like Kleenex is the one word for tissues like Netflix was the one word right. for a while for anything yeah. like watching anything on streaming. And that's like the public perception. But then on the business side, they are trying to, yeah, they want people paying them for content 
too, not just like having to pay other people for for content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's also just annoying that, you know, in these in these methods of cost cutting, it always comes down to or shouldn't say always, but it often comes down to cutting employees. And in this article, it says that they're axing 150 employees, which is, you know, 2% of its workforce doesn't sound huge, but that's still 150 people that are out of a job, because you're spending too much money on whack content. And I don't think that's necessarily any of those 150 employees fault that like, if your cost cutting measures are just like, we're going to keep making big ship, we're just going to get rid of people so that we can like slim down this process. It does not make your content necessarily better to have less people working on it. It's like you look at an enormous movie, there's millions of people working on it because you want to get a the best and you also don't want to crunch whoever you have. And so just getting rid of employees to save that money is it feels short sighted in terms of like creating better content when, you know, more hands make light work, give you more opportunities. It's just like, why? Why get rid of people as your first measure? Just as they're saying, make a few less movies. That will save you a lot of money, especially, Jack, as you've noted here, that they spent, what was it? $175 million on The Irishman. It's ridiculous. That's the one, like, they're not saying, like, these are the types of movies we'll never make again, except that one. They're like, we're not making The Irishman again. And the fact that they spent $175 million on that is... And it's not even it's not even the amount. I mean, the amount is crazy. The amount is um, crazy. You know, I mean, yes. I'm not saying that it's the not. But like, if 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 you heard like they spent that on the Avengers, you would be like, okay, yeah, that of makes course. sense. Yeah. But like the Irishman, exactly. That boring fucking three hour <laughs> drama, bro. They you spent can make a dr- all that money to make Robert De Niro look like he was slightly younger, and also <laughs> descended from. Like one of his ancestors was one of the characters from the movie Polar Express. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'll still be to this day one of the funniest fucking scenes I've ever watched in my life is when Robert De Niro, Stomps as a that young dude man, out. had to beat that dude ass. And, <laughs> and they was like, "All right, he looked younger, but this nigga still got an eighty-year-old body. He can't move." <laughs> clearly dealing with bone density issues. Yeah, quite literally. <laughs> Oh my God, that man! I I mean, at that moment, I was already bored with the movie, and even though that gave me a a hefty laugh, I was like, I can't, I can't yeah. enjoy the rest of this movie. <laughs> like, it's pretty fucking bad. But yeah, truly, truly, the best thing about the Irishman was them wasting all that money, uh, especially Martin, because Martin Scorsese, that's who did that, right? Mm-hmm. Him yeah. wasting all this money on this movie. And it doesn't even look good. And then have the nerve to say, like, MCU movies ain't real cinema. Motherfucker, right. they could have did that shit better than you did. <laughs> with, <laughs> they could have at least did that money. one moment. Yeah, no. Well, because <laughs> they're aware money. that there are actors who are under the age of 70. <laughs> and <laughs> hey, they, they, they could have just cast them in the roles. I think all yeah. those performances, especially Pesci, really good. Not, yeah, not here yeah. to hate on it, but like to the fact that that cost 175 million. Crazy, wild. Just, like I don't know. No, nobody was like, "Wow!" Like that. That is what I want to see done. Like that. That is the magic. The movie magic that I want to see is like an old person made to look slightly younger. Like that. It. It doesn't do anything. 
I would like to add just really briefly that part of the value of spectacle is is seeing that spectacle in its total grandeur. Like you watch, I think you brought up Avengers. I think it's a, a perfect point. When you have a moment where there's literally every big actor in Hollywood on stage at once doing this awesome charge at each other moment with the main villain, you look at oh, that yeah. and you're like, that's a that is a fucking spectacle that costs a lot yeah. of money, but it is showing itself. Another yeah. example is I just watched or I've, I've said this a bunch of times, but the Taylor Swift reputation tour, you can see the video on Netflix, the the tour video of that show. You know how much money went into that tour and it shows it shows in every aspect of this tour. And when you spend a bunch of money and you're looking at this thing going, where'd that money go? That's a failure. That is a failure 100%. When you can't see why something would cost as much as it does, it's just like this, it, it, it's not worth it. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you where all that money went. Mm. It went to Robert De Niro's salary because he <laughs> got to go. pay his ex-wife half. <laughs> and I say, you know what, Black Queen? Get your money, baby. Get your money. Take that, take that motherfucker for all he worth, there Queen. You go. There you go. Take him. Uh, <laughs> that's where it all went. I hear De Niro that. was then he he negotiated extra money because he got a you know he paying right. alimony now. Mm, mm. Well, Jaquise, <laughs> such a pleasure having you on TD. Oh yes, fuck Matt Iglesias. Where can uh, oh, yeah. people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Well, you know how you can <laughs> find me in these streets. Uh, you used to could find me at Jackie's Needle on Twitter. You can still find me there on Instagram. Free Jackie's. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, if somebody out there knows a contact at Twitter, DM me on Instagram. Do, you know, help help a brother out. Uh, because I got a lot of shit coming up that I would love to have my one half of my social media back for. If it wasn't for work, I would say fuck Twitter. I, you know, right. But is it is essential for people who do hosting gigs. Um, right. couple things. This Sunday is the MTV TV and Movie Awards. Oh. And I will be co-hosting the after show. Oh, hell yeah. That. So check that out. I think it's going to come on on MTV News and on Twitter. So if you don't have cable, I think they're going to view it on Twitter as well. Right after the show, right after the actual award show. So check that out. That'll be fun. Uh, Physical Season 2 drops as of this recording, the third. So you're listening to this on the second. It drops tomorrow on Apple TV. So check that out. We'll see if they left my entire scene in in the first episode, uh, hopefully. And if not, don't mention it. (laughs) Um, And uh, Comedian Feud, you know, if you're in L.A., we had a very successful first show. Second show is coming up with Nicole Byer and Paul Shear. I'm the host. Uh, it's going to be a good-ass time. I hear Always will things. be. That's very cool. Yeah, so uh, if you're in L.A., you want to check that out June 27th, which is a Monday, last Monday of the month. Uh, get your tickets now because they are selling out quick. Where is it? At the Elysian Theater. Elysian yeah. Theater, yeah. yeah. So beautiful theater, really nice, perfect for a game show. And uh, it's a good-ass time. So that's me. That's where I'm at. Nice. Is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been nope. enjoying? Nope. Oh. Daniel, 
Good answer. <laughs> Where can people find you? Is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying? Did you just yeah. good answer him because of the family feud? conversation good Indeed, answer. I good, answer. good answer good answer good answer <laughs> uh you can find me on all the social medias at dj underscore danl d-a-n-l you can find me on twitch wednesdays fridays and sundays where you can hear me talk about video games and get jump scared by my audience it's it's a great time this is a, this is this is a very brief story to go along with this but um there is a streamer going back to uh, the old twitch stuff for a second a streamer at kia pia it's at kia piaa underscore um and they entered into a competition for a, like a gaming pc it was targeting small creators and i don't want to give the people who ran the competition any air because they were they were huge shitters and basically when this person kia won the competition they decided that she was too small of a streamer and didn't want to give her the computer anymore and they're like actually your following is kind of trash we're not giving it to you which was bullshit and then the company cooler master came to her defense and said that's bullshit we're hooking you up with a rig let's do it now that was a couple months ago and it's the kind of thing that, you know, a company like that could do one nice thing, skirt it under the rug, be like, we got our good press for the day and be over it. But as part of their Pride Month celebration, they are hosting uh, Kia Pia as one of their official streamers for Cooler Master, continuing the push for this content creator. So I wanted to shout out Cooler Master. And basically their tweet is just a happy Pride 2022, everyone. And uh, shouting out their Cooler Master stream with Kia Pia, with Mia Byte, with ADLMAO, just like a nice thing where they're actually continuing to support this creator instead of it being like a one-off, yeah, you know, we'll just throw you a bone because you were shafted by this other company. Just I, I love the continued support as opposed to just being a one-off. So shout out Cooler Master. All right. I understood like every third word. Yeah, that's all that? good. You know, there's there's okay. there's twenty percent of the audience that's like, that's so sweet. Yeah, Forty yeah. percent that's Googling what is Cooler Master. Mm. Okay, what do they do? All right. Uh <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jack <laughs> underscore O'Brien. I enjoyed uh Jamie Loftus tweet. Uh Jamie Loftus help tweeted the Heim sisters were raised by Gru in my opinion. <laughs> Beautiful. And Beautiful. That is sensational. Find, <laughs> oh, it. speaking of Jamie Loftus, not to interrupt you, Jamie Loftus at Comedian Feud is going to be doing a stand-up set. Oh, let's go. Oh, this show as well. So, Nicole Byer, Paul Shear playing the game. Hell yeah. And Jamie Loftus doing the set. So, yeah, I meant to... Get I, there. I Boom. That. Be yeah. there. Yeah. Be there. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Where we link off the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song that we think you might enjoy. And with Miles out, we like to ask Super Producer Justin to step on in and let us know what is the song that you think we might enjoy. Hey, uh, well, I would love to suggest a song by this amazing Canadian producer named Kay Trinata. I think Miles has maybe produced or uh, has suggested a few songs from him before. He produced Uh, a couple for him, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Legendary American jazz drummer Kareem Riggins and River Hyber hook up with uh, Kay Mm. Trinata on this one. This is a standout track off of uh, Kay Trinata's album, 99.9%, for me anyway. And, uh, you know, sometimes I like to unplug. It's been a rough news cycle for the last couple of weeks and 
This is a song with no lyrics on it. You can just uh, sit there and vibe. And this does a lot of heavy lifting for you. If you are the kind of person who can just close their eyes and visualize a, a scene or whatever, just some nice music. So check this out. The song is called Bus Ride by Kay Trinata, Kareem Riggins, and River Tiber. And you can uh, find this track in the footnotes. Footnotes. Great choice. Warriors and Six, baby. Let's mm, hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning. We are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Deuces. Peace. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.